Javante Davis remains undefeated with a six-round TKO of Rolando Roley Romero. Did this fight confirm that Tank Davis is the most box office attraction in the sport of boxing today? And I would love to answer that question first off. A flat-out yes. I do believe he's the most box office attraction. And I can start off with the easiest route to this take to answer my take. Which is the numbers. The numbers don't lie. And he sold out the Barclays Center. Yeah, we talked about it in the intro. It was a ruckus over there. But um, it was a sellout ruckus. You know, he filled in the seats. The best record of attendance, okay, of any boxing event at the Barclays. Clearly, he's a box office draw. And let's not underestimate Roly Romero. I thought he did a good job of selling the fight, too. I actually thought the guy was going to win. Um, even though I made my predictions for Javante Davis, a part of me was like, listen, maybe the guy may win this fight the way how he was selling it, being so confident. And that's what we want to see from boxers. That's what makes box office boxers, guys that have power, that know how to sell a fight. No disrespect to my guy, Bud. I love Bud. He's one of my favorite boxers in the world. But he doesn't have the personality to be box office. Box office in sports is just like rap. It's like, how can you sell outside of your craft? Like You could be the lyrical genius all you want, but how do you go in their eyes to watch you and watch your every move? And I think Javante Davis, he has that appeal. And that's why he's box office, not to mention he can punch. And that proved to be the, the dividends here in this fight. I mean, Roley Romero had a very good game plan. He utilized his jab to keep Javante Davis off of him. I thought he was leading the fight prior to the knockout or the stoppage of the fight. I thought he was up 3-2. to two, And it kind of reminded me a little bit of Manny Pacquiao and Marquez 3, where Pacquiao was dominating that fight, even though I'm going to call this a domination. Pacquiao was winning that fight. And Marquez just got him with a counter punch that literally knocked him out. And honestly, as I was watching the fight, I said to myself and I said to my boy, shout out to my guy, Kenny. I texted him. I was like, yo, it's a chess match. It's totally different than what I predicted. I thought it was going to be electric, even though I predicted the exact round. I got to pat myself on the back there. I did call a six round knockout, but I thought it was going to be a different route to that six round knockout where it was going to be a lot of haymakers thrown and a lot of electrifying punches thrown. But it was the opposite. It was a chess match. And I said to my guy, Kenny, the first person that makes a mistake is going to get knocked out. And sure enough, it was Roley lunging forward and obviously Tank doing what he do, which is getting you out of there with that left shot ended his night. And that's basically what it comes down to. And that's why Tank Davis is box office. Because a guy can punch. He never cheats anybody out their money. Anytime you could fight a bunch of bums. And I don't want to consider Roley in that category. I think Roley actually has earned the fandom from me to watch his fights going forward. But anytime you can fight a guy that nobody knows about. And everybody can flock to see you fight that dude. Because they know they're going to see a knockout at the end of the night. Then you have a special talent. Yeah, first I want to disagree. Um, I believe that this fight did confirm that uh, Javante Davis is the most box office attention attraction in boxing. Um, he's actually on record as being the only fighter to sell out a boxing event in the Barclays Center, and this is uh arena 
that we've seen Keith Thurman, we've seen Danny Garcia, we've seen Sean Porter headline there, we've seen Deontay Wilder headline there with Luis Ortiz, we see Errol Spence defend his belts over there in the Barclays Center, and none of them were able to sell out the arena like Javante Davis did. So he is clearly the main attraction in the Barclays Center by far. And I understand that him not resigning with Mayweather promotions could possibly mean way more money coming in to his camp, to his actual bank account against these other guys, you know, the possible Garcias, Lomachenko's, Teofimo Lopez's. Uh, we talk about Haney and Cambosa's possibly, uh, even a potential Shakur Stevenson match down the line. We talk about all these different possibilities. That's going to be big name fights because Javante Davis is that big of a name in boxing at this particular moment. In my opinion, he's on that list with that pound for pound fighter. He's up there. I don't know where people have him, but he's up there not for that top five. I'll tell you that much. And when we look at this fight in its totality, right? I think the fight was a lot closer than what people said on social media. They said Javante Davis watched him. They said a lot of different things. But when I rewatched the fights, I rewatched the highlights. Roly Romero was able to do everything he wanted to do and how he wanted to fight. When you look at his previous fights, he fights the same exact way against every fighter. And you have to give him kudos to him going into that ring and still doing what he wanted to do against Javante Davis. It was just unfortunate. He lunged forward. He got hit with a counter. And that, the rest is history. When you get hit with the counter, it's not that lights out, especially with Javante Davis. And um, we have to see, we have to watch how Roly fights moving forward because you can't knock him. 14 fights in, you got to see Javante Davis, arguably the best fighter in a division. And you got to fight him um, early, you know, if I, and only on your 15th fight. That's nothing not to hang your hat on. That's a, that's a beautiful thing to see. And it's only going to improve your skill and what you should work on moving forward. Maybe the next fight he has in three months, four months, he knocks the next guy out, knocks the next couple guys out. But he's still hungry because... He knows that loss to Javante Davis is still lingering in his mind. He might become a way better fighter after this than um you know than than he was going into that Javante Davis fight. I didn't think it was a it was a landslide fight. I know the judges had him. I think every round going to Javante Davis, but I had Roly winning a couple rounds when I when I watched the fight back, watched the highlights. He I had Roly up. I had him winning the fight prior to that. So I, I just I, I just don't agree with the, the judges or even people saying, yeah, it was six rounds. Davis had him the entire fight. He, he used to so what Roley was doing. He had volume punches. He was throwing a lot of punches, right? He kept it a distance, throwing a jab, throwing some power punches. He was doing everything that he has done in previous fights against Javante Davis and was doing it with succession. You know, understand people say, oh, what about the efficiency? What about the numbers? I mean, when you throw a lot of punches, not all of them are going to land. Name me a fighter who threw 100 punches in a round and landed all 100. It doesn't happen. So, you know, it, he just a lot, he has a lot more learning to do. And I hope that when he goes and he looks at the tape, he watched the fight, he doesn't hang his hat and say, damn, I, got, I lost to a better fighter. He goes, I can improve on these things, and I can just come back and be stronger than I ever was. So kudos to Rulli Romero, but Javante Davis remains undefeated. And I'm looking forward to what he has in store for us moving down the line in his career. I mean, Tank only landed four punches per round. Tank clearly had respect for Roley's power, and so did Roley. And that's one of the key things to the fight was in the beginning, well, throughout the whole duration of the fight, each fighter respected each other's punch and didn't want to make a mistake that was going to result in a result of being knocked out. And it's unfortunate because, like I said, I had Roley up in the fight, three rounds to two, he lunged forward, and when you lunge forward, even if Tank don't hit you that hard, it's going to result in how it resulted, which is a knockout because you're lunging into that punch, right? And that's just what happened. So we'll see how Roley Romero bounces back from this. And obviously the next big thing is Tank and what he decides to do 
unfortunately, after watching a post conference or the press conference, he did hint that he is coming back with Mayweather. Um, so he said Mayweather it is, and um, I don't know how to feel about that because I want to see the biggest fights in the world, and I think after a certain time, once we see you beat everybody up, you're gonna have to come with uh Cambusos, Haney, uh Ryan Garcia, because those fights are gonna be much much harder to make right now, especially because they're on different sides of the street. So, you know, I think. I'm torn because I can understand the money part of it. Like, the guy's a box office yard today, and he did what he did, and I think that has a lot to do with why potentially he will be staying with Mayweather. But like I said, I always look out for my own interest as a consumer, and I want to see the biggest fights possible, and hopefully we'll get them down the line. Real quick, you know, and I did, I did my research after the fight, and I was actually appalled that um, Davis actually makes less per fight than Devin Haney. Then Ryan Garcia, then Cambosas, then Teofimo Lopez, the, the majority of the guys that we talked about. And I think it's 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 getting to the point where it's like, all right, you're talking about they get paid more because they fight whoever, you know, the bigger draws or whatever the case may be. So why isn't Mayweather setting up these fights so Javante Davis can get a bigger payday? That's the biggest issue. That's the issue right now because if you're talking about Mayweather promotions, we have fighters for Davis to fight. He's not making the most money. Then what is the real purpose? You want to get the bag while it's still there. You want to make sure... You take advantage of Ryan Garcia still being undefeated and still being young, still popular on social media. You want to take advantage of the point that Devin Haney might be going for after all the belts. You want to set that up right away. You want to take advantage of Lomachenko possibly being on a downside of his career. You want to take advantage of that because that's a big name. You want to take advantage of those. Teofimo Lopez still fresh off that loss, but he's not a horrible fighter. You still can set that up in some stature. Shakur Stevenson up and coming. That could be a bigger draw as well. It's a lot of different things that Mayweather as a promoter as he's learning the game from the other side, that he needs to set these fights up early on because you can't just have Davis continue to fight these guys as his name is buzzing hot and you're only giving him a million, two million dollars per fight when he's hating the other guys are making at least three to four million per fight. So he's, Davis is going to get more hungry as, I mean, his appetite is going to grow more and more for more money because he's, he's setting up with the guys you know he could be. He's going he's gonna to start looking around and you don't want De La Hoya to come around and steal Davis potentially. That's something you don't want to happen. I mean, look, that's a very interesting point that you bring up about the whole money situation. I mean, that that really right there is shocking to me because Devin Haney can't pack me in the stadium, bro. I mean, I tell you, look, I like the guy. He's going to be fighting Cambosas this weekend. You know, I'm going to watch the fight, of course, but he doesn't have that appeal. Let's just call it what it is. Guy's a born fighter. Okay, he's a born fighter. Okay, he is, bro. Like, come on. Uh, he should not be making no more money than Javante Tank Davis for sure. So that's very interesting that you bring that up. But I like the point that you made, and it's an excellent point. I think right now it's Tank's opportunity to capitalize off of what's going on in the lightweight division. Diofimo Lopez is coming off a loss. My guy, Ryan Garcia, you know, he talked about the mental health issue. I mean, the guy is a little bit rusty. I think he fought. But it wasn't really a fight that, you know, really can get you really back into shape. You can take advantage of that and the draw that that is. Both guys are famous. You know, they pack in a lot of people to watch them fight. Lomachenko, who's on the back end of what has been an industrious career for Lomachenko. You can talk about capitalizing off of the Haney and Cambusos, you know, winner and potentially being the ace card and dictating everything that's going on in the lightweight division. Right now, the time is now. 
for Tank Davis. That's all I'm going to say, and I'm going to leave it there. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back after these brief messages. Ladies and gentlemen, I know y'all not getting tired of watching In The Huddle over and over again, so like and subscribe to the channel and receive these new notifications of new uploaded content that will be coming your way. Ladies and gentlemen, enjoy the rest of your day. I'm out. Peace.